He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, here we go. Last show of the week. It's Thursday. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show, and I am damn glad to be with you guys today. Disco in the house going to bring in our guest here in a second, but there's lots to cover. We'll be doing booze and banter over on Locals afterwards, so make sure you get on over there. Get yourself an account if you don't have one. But let's dive right in because, again, I want to get to our guest here. Let's start with question of the day, which is this. And, guys, we might start a small war here. I know we're in, like, a quiet civil war in America right now. We're involved in a proxy war in Ukraine. Nothing might top what we could be starting right here because the question is this today, my friends. Which is the best fast food French fry? Best fast no, food French start. fry. Okay, not sit down. Can't be a sit down That's place. words. Don't blur the lines. All right, send your responses in as you do, guys. This is a notarized copy of the deed to my home. This is my address, which I have scratched out because there's some crazy sons of bitches out there who would love that. But this is, this is my address. It's my home. Under a different owner. That's not my name. It's a forgery, a fake notary seal, all of it. And luckily, this is just a demonstration of a crime called home title theft. My friends at Home Title Lock prepared it in just 10 minutes. Guys, it took 10 minutes. That's how fast and easy this crime is. And if it were real, I could be out tens upon tens of thousands of dollars in massive legal fees, all sorts of stuff, just trying to get my home, again, my home, back in my name. And the problem is the deed to our homes, they're all online now. So it's the only document that you prove it. So a criminal can go, they can find this, they can forge your signature, refile as the new owner of the home, and then take out loans using your home's equity, leave you in debt. You won't know it until collection notices start showing up at your door. Home insurance doesn't cover this. Most fraud identity programs don't cover this either. Home Title Lock is your peace of mind that the deed to your home is protected. So go to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Use promo code Drew, then enter your address for your no-obligation home title scan to see if you're already a victim, and I hope and pray that you are not. That's $100 value for free. Be sure to use my promo code Drew for your free title scan. Again, it's over at hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Okay. So I'm excited to bring our guest on today, and then we'll get to your questions. We'll get her answer on this as well. We haven't seen each other in a while. It's been a, it's been a minute since I've, I've been face-to-face with Anna Polina, and, and she's not even here today technically. She's on the phone with us, but um, I'm excited. She's an Air Force veteran, an amazing person. She's the GOP nominee in Florida's 13th District, and she will be the next congresswoman down there. She's Anna Polina Luna, and she joins us now on the phone. Anna, so good to be with you. Thank you for having me back. Very glad to be here. Well, first off, congrats. You know, I, I know I texted you that night, and, and I'm so proud of you. I really mean that, uh, and I'm pumped to see where this all goes, and it's going to be great places. But um, congrats, and, I, and I'm just I'm thrilled that you're here. But, I, but we got to get your answer here. What is, to Anna Polina Luna, the top fast food French fry? I would say Rally Burgers, they're seasoned fries. Those things are the bomb.com. And I know that you know that I'm a Crystals fan, but Rally's truly does have, have the best fries. <laughs> you know, that's actually a great, I haven't had Rally's forever and their fries are amazing. Yeah. They really <laughs> are. Okay. Well, let's just, real quick, let's just give Checkers fully loaded fries, says right, Wendy's, McDonald's, McDonald's again, Chick-fil-A waffle fries, McDonald's, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A. Lots yeah, of, Chick-fil-A's lots- boring. 
boring. Okay. I, 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 rallies in the same vein. Isn't rallies in the same vein as checkers though? Isn't it like the, yeah, it's like, it's like, I think in like maybe South, yeah. South, South of the Mason, Mason Dixon, you have rallies and then North it's checkers. I think it's weird how they do that. And then you've got Carl's jr. And Hardy's and there's all this, it's a very incestuous business. White castle. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Crystals and white castle. Uh, which I didn't see anyone put those on there. Again, Anna loves Crystal. I mean, we <laughs> the only I was just telling her off camera, the only time I've had Crystal in my whole life, and I'm kind of ashamed of it because I live in the South, the only time is when she was in town at the studio and we brought in bags of those things and they were delicious. Well, it was we were like, we're like, whatever you want, order it. She's like, Crystals. And we're like, what, we said, whatever you want. She's like, Crystals. We're like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Didn't expect I love that, crystals. but let's I grew do up it. eating it. I also grew up white cat eating White Castle, so I loved it. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So, it's yeah. like the perfect you know. amount of meat, cheese, and bread ratio, and then like two pickles. Bomb. Yeah. The pickle is key. I mean, that's... I, I, I judge people yeah. quietly, sometimes sometimes verbally, when, when you hear them. Like, <laughs> can we have no pickles? Like... Can you get out of the restaurant? How about that? Um, <laughs> Texas Panhandle Patriot says in and out. So I got to look, you're a, a longtime listener and, and audience member, and I love you to death. I think their fries are skinny, and I'm not a huge fan. Um, huge I do fan. Like but if you get them, them animal, animal style. style. Okay. Animal yes. style. Yeah, okay. Animal so animal style. style. That's a good, that's, see, that's, you lived out there, so I, I don't get enough practice at in and out. Um, I think I'm going to go, I do like five guys. I, I like their seasoned fries. Um, I think that's the direction I'm going to go. Although I, I, we got kind of just not forced into, but we had Wendy's prize the other day. They were pretty damn good. They're not the top, but they, they, they deserve a little more credit than they maybe get. I think I'm going five guys. What say you disco? Oh, um, gosh. I mean, you've only had yeah. hours to think about it today. I know. <laughs> I, it, but it's hard because I love French fries and I love them all for different reasons. You know, if I really want a lot of salt for going McDonald's, you know, because you, you never fail in getting all the salt. I love just the, I, you know, we, you said they're plain, but I like Chick-fil-A waffle fries. They're pretty good, but they have to have the right amount of salt. If they're undersalted, it's done. But I well, would that's say top. Key. Yeah. No, I yeah, want I like a top. deer lick. I want my French fry should be like a deer lick. It's got to be really <laughs> salty. Uh, okay. I'd say top would be seasoned uh, five guys, the, 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 the spicy five guys. Yeah, those are know. pretty delightful. With their malt liquor, not malt liquor, malt. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, how, not, we, right? how we all do five guys is up to us, okay? We do it our own way. Okay, so, Anna, I want to get to your race. But if, if, if I can first, there's two things I want to just touch on, and I want to get your reaction to this. Here was KJP basically saying that you, me, everyone in the audience, everyone who voted for Trump are a threat to democracy. Take a listen. The president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear, as he can be, on that particular a piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms, uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Okay, so I mean, I, just more reasonable and very wise comments out of the radical. What do you? I mean, Anna, what do you even say to something like that? I mean, first of all, I don't know where she went to school, but last time I checked, we were a constitutional republic. Right. Um, but even aside from that, I mean, you don't see MAGA Republicans weaponizing the DOJ and the FBI against a former sitting president and then raiding their house, telling their attorneys to leave, shut off all security cameras, and then releasing a completely just black-lined, redacted version of the search warrant. It's a joke. Like, they, these people are using doublespeak 
and they're threatened by us because we're actually fighting for the constitution. But you know, they use identity politics and they're, they're commies straight up. hundred percent. They are. And it's crazy because I'll tell people that all the time. Like, no, because everyone obviously as they should associates that word as a bad thing. It's like, Oh, it could never happen here. It's like, guys, look at anything historically and any communist regime or movement. Look at their playbook. Look at the literature they read. Look at how they do things, kind of their step-by-step plan. They're pretty damn predictable. And then look at what is happening right here in our country. It's the same thing. It's it's that's exactly who they are. Yeah, exactly. it's um these people. It's really scary because a lot of the younger generation has been kind of brainwashed, or brainwashed. I mean, they're not even able to independently think on things. They're more or less taught to regurgitate information. And really, I think that's our education war that we're facing. And I think that it's largely due to China's influence. China's basically teaching their people, you know, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, and they're pushing, you know, gender pronouns and ideologies on, you know, kindergarten and third graders here in the States. And so it's, it's scary. It's really scary. Well, and you bring that up, you kind of tossed tossed it right over to the next story here for me. So thank you because you served in the air force and thank you by the way for that as well. But let me read you something that I read this morning. And this it's really not surprising in this day and age. And with this radical left, this communist party, who's trying to just totally overhaul and take over how we do things as a country. But here's the, f- the first two paragraphs, a division of the U S Pacific air forces, PACAF, the branch tasked with confronting China has ordered its senior leaders and commanders to stop using gender pronouns in written formats, saying the shift to more neutral language will help improve the fighting force's lethality. In accordance with the diverse PACAF priority, we must embrace, promote, and unleash the potential of diversity and inclusion, states a May email sent. This was this is back at the end of summer or, or the beginning of summer, I guess, sent to uh, senior leaders and commanders at Anderson Air Force Base in Guam which operates under Pacific Air Forces, according to a partial copy of the order. Well, anyways, I, I, it, it goes on. So here's, here's the image, and it brings up things like this. Go, can you blow that up a little bit? <clears throat> but it brings yeah, up... Yeah, give me one second. It brings up, you know, he, she, obviously. Um, I'm trying to zoom in there. There we go. He, she, best male, best female, youngest, oldest, sergeant... Does that say Sergeant Murray? Authorized examples... Um, would be this sergeant, this NCO. So basically all the same stuff that we're seeing everywhere. How dangerous, I mean, to some people are like, oh, it's just inclusive, we're just being kind. Like, no, 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 this is dangerous. Wouldn't you say? Uh, I mean, everything that they've been pushing from top-down leadership is a reason why a majority of people have gone out of the military and why they're hitting their um, an all-time low for actually being able to recruit people because people don't want to join. So the only way to really push back against this is, I think, get rid of the woke leadership that's in charge of it. But, I mean, here's here's a realistic question. Okay, I'm not even trying to be funny. What happens if you have an airman or a, you know, a, a lower-ranking individual that's enlisted, what if they all of a sudden decide that their pronoun is general? <laughs> right. That's a great question. Hey. I mean, like, seriously, like, I mean, it throws off the rank structure. It's confusing. These people are, instead of focusing on being ready for wartime operations, which is very likely with China, they're focusing on pronouns. And so it is turning our military on the national stage and international international stage as well into a joke. A hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, you're, if you're, if you're Xi Jinping and his commanders in China, your Russia's folks at the Kremlin, wherever you are, you're, you're Kim Jong-un and his attractive sister, you're whatever, like who, wherever you are, you're like, this is amazing. I love seeing this because the ones great 
American fighting force is being purged from within and they're becoming the laughing stock. And it's a really serious time. And, and my, my buddy Jesse, uh, Jesse Kelly always talks about this as well. I mean, this is a serious thing, what is happening, this quiet purge. And it started with the COVID backs and all of those regulations coming down, the white rage courses and, and everything that Millie and Lloyd Austin have pushed down. But it puts us in serious jeopardy, not just now in the near term, but we're, we're, we're getting rid of our warriors and raising up a force of total pansies. And that's not to say that there aren't amazing people still serving. There are. You and I both know some. But yeah, but but the culture is not a winning culture. No, it's not. And it's really I mean, we're talking about the fact that a lot of people are anticipating that China is very likely going to go into Taiwan around the October time frame. We know that Nancy Pelosi was out there flying around. And frankly, Joe Biden, if his son hasn't been, you know, honey potted and basically they have a blackmail operation on the first family. I mean, it's very likely that China is going to become kinetic within the next, you know, five years. Definitely. I think sometime in the next couple of years, but I mean, we see all of this and it's really scary. The military should be focusing on being ready for wartime operations, focusing on jobs, whatever people want to do in their private lives that they're, that's their business. But what I care about is, are you ready to fight the next generation's war? And are you prepared for that? And all of this focus, I think that it's a distraction on the real thing, which is the rise of communism in this country. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And not only you know, for those saying like, and again, I say this all the time too, that there are still great people. I know plenty of, st- of people who are still in the special operations and the intel communities who are trying their damnedest to do their job. But when you have leadership who's forcing this stuff down, you also have that same type of leadership who's who's weak-minded and doesn't let our dogs off the leash. So uh, people are leaving in droves because of it. It's insane. It's, it's, it's a scary, scary time. But let's get to your race because you are the Republican nominee for the 13th seat. Again, congratulations on that. It's Charlie Chris's old seat, right? Uh, it's Charlie Chris's old seat, yes, but it's been redistricted. So he actually announced yesterday that he was um, resigning. So it's now a completely open seat. And when I get elected, because we will, I mean, this is a R plus seven, so it's not, it's not going to go to a Democrat. Um, obviously, we're campaigning our faces off because they're well-funded and I'm running against an Obama, former Obama appointee. But, you know, I'll be swearing in on November 9th. And I can tell you that this seat in particular, it's one of the top five targeted to take back the House. And so people right now, I mean, yes, we are in the midterms. I don't know how anyone could vote Democrat based on the economy alone. But, you know, the Democrats are trying to make this about January 6th and abortion. And people are frankly unable to fill up their gas tanks and buy groceries. And so we're bringing common sense back to D.C., but it is an open red seat. And um, I think according to our polling, we're going to be winning. I love it. Well, I think you will, too. Just for folks who don't follow, you know, Florida elections as much. And, and this goes beyond Florida. It's a it's a it's a huge deal. And we do need to take the house back. And, and Anna is going to be a part of that. But who you, you mentioned it's Eric Lynn, right? Yes, it's Eric Lynn. And this guy's like the human thumb. I mean, there's nothing cool about this guy to include his politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I, hopefully it's just an absolute curb stomping. I, I believe it, it can and will be. And I believe that you're going to be awesome there. But I mean, literally the last time that you were on the show and it was a different iteration of the show, you, you were, you were doing all sorts of stuff, still an advocate, still heavily involved in this and had a, in, still, you know, now your audience is even bigger, but you hadn't made this move to, to, to get into politics yet. And then you, you, you know, you, you took a go at it last time, and here you are. What was the tipping point to, that led you to this? It's not surprising that you're doing this at all to me, but, but what was like the, final, like the last straw? Like, okay, I got to do it. 
I um I just realized that you know I I think I was largely working in media and I wanted to talk about solutions and it was like I kept getting pitched to talk about this stuff that was just noise and not actually fixing the problem and I realized that some of these larger networks were talking smack on even elected officials they didn't like in their policies. So I realized that if I wanted to change the national discussion, I would probably have to run for office. And then I saw some of the quote unquote star talent out of the DNC. And I said, man, if that person can do it, like I, this is going to be a cakewalk. Obviously running for office is not easy, but when we're talking about, you know, strategizing and intellect and, and, and the rest of the stuff that goes along with it, I think I kick their butts on, on many of those fronts. And so I definitely, it's been a long journey. It's been a lot of hard work, but I think that if people have the grit and if you have a steel spine, you, you know, you just can't get wrapped up on what people say on the internet. You just yeah, gotta 100%. ignore and push forward. Well, yep. Yeah. Well, and you do, I mean, anyone who's ever listened to you, anyone who knows you certainly knows that you've got that grit. You are tough as nails. You're super smart, super articulate, so you're going to do great. It's been really fun to see. You've got huge endorsements. By the way, President Trump <laughs> obviously endorsed you. You've got Lauren Boebert. You've got Rick Grinnell, Byron Donalds. You've got Stubbe. Um, I mean, the, the list goes on and on of all the people who are in, in Anna's camp. How, how do you feel about the House overall come, come the fall? I think that because of the fact that they are now targeting this abortion, quote-unquote, issue, right? So, like, the Democrats— have done a great job lying to the American people and using the media to do it. So they said that when Roe v. Wade was overturned, it would outlaw abortion. That's a that's false. It actually just gives it back to the states to decide, which is where it should be in the first place. Um, but, you know, they are trying to make that an issue and they're kind of moving the mark here and, and not really talking about the economy. So I think that we will take back the House and I think it's going to be possibly not by as big of a majority that we thought we were going to get, but we will take it back. And I think that based on my conversation I had about two days ago, Herschel Walker in Georgia, which is a seat that we need to pick up for Senate, he's pulling one to two points ahead of Warnock. So he'll pull that off. And I think that as long as we you know, get him and a few others, we'll be good to go. I know Blake Masters in Arizona, he's looking good. Marco has a tough fight here with Val Demings, but he'll pull through. But we all need to rally behind Marco to make sure that he's reelected because Val Demings is just she's a you know, she's a Trojan horse. 100%. Well, and I, you know, I've, there's plenty of people in the audience who have some, some issues with Rubio. And I've told them, I get that. Um, you don't have to like everyone, but, but, but at the same time, you don't want Val Demings in there. So even if you have, there's a lot of people who love Marco too, but if you have an issue with Mark, it's, it's, which one are you going with here? And yeah, the answer should be very obvious. If there's a Republican on the ballot, you need to be voting for them because I will tell you that when we take back the House, we have a lot of good conservative in leadership positions, Jim Jordan, et cetera, and we're going to be pushing good legislation and anything is better than what we're currently seeing coming out of the Democrat-controlled House and Senate. 100%, 100%. Well, and we've definitely got to get, you know, we, we've got to get the Senate back too, but but that race with Herschel, I mean, Warnock is a radical dude, so we need him out of there. It was a short time that he was in. Hopefully that's as long as he's ever in. And then he's done. What's the best way uh, for people to support you and get involved, Donna? People can head over to voteapl.com. Please consider making a donation. You know, I largely was able to beat the establishment last time because I was funded by people, dollars, and not special interest. So five, 10, 20 bucks. If you can do it, please do it. I, I mean, I'm not Ilhan Omar. I don't pay my husband. So it goes <laughs> directly to the campaign. But please consider donating, and we appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, folks, please do that. Anna, thank you so much for being here. We're going to be pulling for you. We know that you're going to win. We'll have you back once you do. We'll maybe have you back before, but we'll definitely have you back once you win. Uh, so thanks Perfect. so much for taking the time. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good one.
All right, everyone. Great having Anna on. Uh, just I can't speak highly enough about her. I've known her for years, and she's just an amazing person. And she's the type of person that you need there. She's she's served this country as an Air Force veteran. She has been involved in all this. She's seen what needs to happen. She knows what's right and what's wrong. Uh, so get on over there. Even if you're not in her district and voting for her, get on over there and support her because she's the type of person we need there. Um, so get over there. Again, it's a uh, vote apl.com so get over there and support her. everyone smash that like button while you're doing things we're doing things now this is the doing things portion of the show so smash that like button make sure you're subscribed on whichever platform you are on and then if you've got retirement savings people this could be the most important message and i will say that it is biden is not holding back biden is a straight up psycho and he warned you that he was going to raise taxes he promised he wouldn't raise it for some people, but he has. Whether it's income taxes, death taxes, capital gain taxes, corporate taxes, some or all of which are, are affecting you in one way or another. And again, let's not forget that we are in a recession. It's sickening. And if you don't plan for this now, you might as well kiss your, your savings and retirement goodbye, but it's not too late. Thousands of Americans are getting their free gold and silver IRA kit to discover the secret to protecting your retirement savings from Biden his new taxes and inflation using the free gold and silver IRA kit, excuse me, could not be any easier. You don't need to be rich to do it. Don't have to be a tax expert, any of that stuff. And it's free. You just got to go sign up for it. They send it to you. Gold Coat will send it to you. You can review it and make a decision for, for what is best for you and your family and for your savings. So head on over to drewlovesgold.com. Again, it's drewlovesgold.com right now to get your free gold and silver IRA kit. Again, DrewLovesGold.com. Get over there, guys. Be smart. Okay. So Anna is endorsed by President Trump, which is, which is great. And, and, and a wise move, might I say, by, by Donald J. Trump. But she's endorsed by him. And then you've got the deep state that is hell-bent, as we talk about quite often, on ensuring that he never run again, never hold elected office again. And I keep saying, do not be surprised. Do not be surprised if an indictment comes. Not because it's warranted, not because I want it, but do not be surprised because the Dems need it. The Dems need it. We've got America, this country right now, at the crossroads of liberty and authoritarianism. And this next story proves that the deep state communists exist and their masks are now very much off, as we always say. And there's this Washington Times article, not Washington Post, Washington Times, which is conservative. And it was written, it was an op-ed. It was written by Judge Napolitano, who I don't like. I'm sure a lot of you don't either. But he, like others, and I, 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 again, I'm not suggesting or that this is happening or that's true, but he, like many others, outlined why President Donald Trump will soon be indicted by a federal grand jury for three crimes. I read a similar article by the radical left Daily Beast the other day, who's written a doozy of an article about me before, which was fun. Um, but... <laughs> The three crimes that, that the Judge Knapp and others are saying that they're going to get him on are removing and concealing national defense information, giving national defense information or NDI to those not legally entitled to possess it, 
and obstruction of justice by failing to return the national defense information to those who are legally entitled to retrieve it. And remember this as we talk about this, that the FBI always finds a process crime, a less sexy crime perhaps, a process crime to arrest their enemies. And the politicization of this organization, the FBI, is becoming so blatantly obvious to more people. It's obvious to us. A lot of you in the audience, it's been obvious for a while. Again, we've been talking about this for years. But it's, be, it's become more obvious to even some of the, the, the more just middle-of-the-road folks who haven't paid much attention, but now are like, huh, this seems weird. So it's becoming more obvious and continuing the Trump witch hunt is very, very much necessary for this politicized organization, the FBI, because since 2016, you've had the Bureau, who's just looked like a bunch of petty partisan bitches run by dorks and with briefcases who, who want to play James Bond. Thankfully, to this point, Trump has made them look foolish at every, at every turn. He's... Elliot Ness is spinning in his grave. You're right, he is. And there's some people who work there now who are good people, who are frustrated about what's happening to the organization. But thankfully, Trump has had some answers for them and made them look foolish at every turn. And the more egg that they get on their face, the harder that they turn the screws, which is the only problem. The only downside of how much they've gotten made a fool of is, is the fact that they just keep getting more angry, more vindictive. But they don't realize in the process that they look like Wiley e. Coyote. They've got P tapes from Russia. Crossfire Hurricane. All of that stuff. One of the someone came up with that title. It's only a LARPer would come up with, which is perfect because they do LARPing now with the Patriot Front. You had the Bureau descend. You had the Bureau descend on Daytona to discover knotted ropes are simply used to raise and lower garage doors. They, of course, hatched the, as we've talked about in nauseam, the, the kidnapping plot for, for sitting Governor Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. They let armed people into the state capitol, all just to push this narrative that we have white supremacists and, and domestic terrorists roaming free all over the country. So they've got to charge him with something to try and clear their name up and appease their leftist masters, the communists, the people who hate this country, who tell you they love you and that they love this country as they sign policies that completely contradict what they're saying and completely contradict our values and your freedoms. So this is the knockout punch that these leftists have been drooling over since they read Trump's first ever mean tweet. This is what they're gunning for. I keep saying, this organization, and a lot of others, frankly, despite the fact that there are many good people working there, need to be smashed into a billion pieces. Billion with a B. Million's not enough. But it's unsalvageable. It's just unsalvageable. Since its founding, it's grown into this mafia-type protection organization 
Basically, play ball with us or we're coming after you. We're going to get you. And I mean, remember, Chuck Schumer even said this out loud. Chuck Schumer said, the intel community, of which the FBI is a part of, has six ways to Sunday to get you. Well, folks, it's the sixth day and Sunday's right around the corner. If the FBI can do this to a former president, the average American, the average person out there is doomed. Or executed, like the FBI did to Dillinger, Bonnie and Clyde, the Branch Davidians, Ruby Ridge, many more. The most desperate animal in the D.C. swamp, and there's a lot there, is a rabid weasel who needs a scalp to justify their existence. And that's, that's what the FBI has become. That's where they are. But let's get to these pictures here. I can see some of you guys talking about it, and obviously it's in the title. And the big story of this week is the FBI released these photos from Mar-a-Lago. And the picture, I mean, the, come on, the picture was, even if you don't like Trump, the picture was absurd. And as you can imagine, Trump was not happy. He claimed the FBI agents were responsible for throwing the classified documents on the floor. Of course they were. Said that they weren't, they were pretending perhaps that it was him, that that's how they found him. And of course, they, that's not the case. Come on. He said specifically, quote, terrible the way the FBI during the raid of Mar-a-Lago threw documents haphazardly all over the floor, perhaps pretending it was me that did it. And then started taking pictures of them for the public to see. He said all of that in a truth post, truth social post the other day. Though they wanted them kept secret, luckily I declassified. He also added that. So let's, I mean, let's just take a look at the photo here, right? We've all seen it at this point. There's the photo. And first of all, it looks like a picture of someone's comic book collection that's being sold on eBay. It's not, well, let's, let's get serious. A couple of observations. The creative mind behind whoever did this at the FBI, the art direction of the FBI is actually on point here. Because you've got the Time magazine that just happens to be there in the box in frame. <laughs> Which is lame and, and blatantly obvious. Because the FBI doesn't understand the concept of subtlety. Think, think of the Patriot Front, by the way. We showed a video of them. A whole, it's a, it was an older video, but showed a video of them in booze and banter yesterday. I mean... Their lack of subtlety, it's, it's impressive just how dumb they are. But the rulers in the picture giving the files scale. Let's make sure that it shows scale. That's a good sell, too. Good job, FBI. Make sure that there's a, a, an evidence marker, the 2A marker. Again, great sell, but it means nothing. It was just put there to mimic the signs that you expect to see at a murder scene where there's shell casings. There's files that say top secret on them. Which that, I mean, that's a cover page. But again, it's the whole thing is just so over the top. It is so made for TV. It's so made for the newspaper headlines. It's made for all of that. And the FBI, I mean, this organization is not only engaging in questionable law enforcement practices, but they're also engaging in a propaganda war that most people who aren't, aren't awake or paying attention are never going to see. Again, the rulers, the, the, 
the 2A marker, the, the evidence box, all are just visual reminders of a crime scene. Those files and boxes, they weren't just sitting there when the FBI came in. An agent placed these items how they wanted them to look, added in the visuals to convey guilt through the photo. And now they're going to go, and like we talked about earlier, and try and pin a silly process crime on him just so they can get that indictment, just so they can get that headline. They can maybe get that picture of him being escorted out of somewhere because their goal is to prevent him from running. Period. And there's lots of trolls here. It's a crime scene. Of course it's a crime scene. They're making it out to be a crime scene. That's, that, that's, I get why the pictures look that way. But the pictures, the raid, all of that was not necessary. There was communication done, communication ignored. It's, it's, it's all theater. It's ridiculous. Is it real? Is it happening? Yes. Does it need to happen this way? Is it being done to convey a message, to go along with a narrative, to help accomplish a very, very specific goal that they've all talked about? 100%. Come on. Anyone who trusts this government on either side of the aisle at this point, like you might be too far gone. And if you listen to them at their, take them at their word, come on, come on. So I'm hoping it doesn't happen. And, but the reason they're doing this is they know that if he wins, if he decides he's going to run again, was it booze and banter disco yesterday, the main show that it was, it was Michael Cohen saying that he's scared to run because of Liz Cheney, which is hilarious. Oh, it was the main show. It was the main show. Yeah. But if he decides to run and they, can't, and they can't prevent him, which they're actively trying to do, and I'm not even saying that I think that he should or shouldn't run. I'm just saying, basic observation here, if he decides to run and they haven't found some pin, crime to pin on him, he will undoubtedly win the RNC nomination. And barring some hokey crap happening at the, at the, the election, he will win the election. And that is why it is an all-out, is an onslaught to try and prevent this from happening. They are terrified of him. They don't like him, yes, but they are, they, one of the things that they don't like about him is that he calls them out for their shit. So we'll see where this goes. See where this goes. Then something we touched on a little bit in Booze and Banter yesterday, um, but since... Not everyone was there. Most people weren't there. Just when you thought that California and their socialist policies couldn't make them look any sillier, the state was like, hey, bro, hold my beer because we're going to do some stuff here that just makes us look even worse. Because they're bracing for a hot weekend, right? They're bracing for a hot weekend. Triple-digit temperatures in Los Angeles, which means increased electric use, right, for air conditioners and other household appliances. By the way, Willis Carrier, love you, bro. It's the dude who invented air conditioning. He's you got a statue in D.C. Does he? If you go to D.C., yeah. If you go to D.C., there's a there's a there's a hall where they have like you know you know people who invented you know things that are significant, and he has a statue. I never knew that. <laughs> I lived in that shithole yeah. for a while. I never knew that. That's yeah. amazing. 
Yeah, it's I mean, it, and like you know, being raised in Florida, the time I went to DC, I literally was like, I'm taking a picture because like, yes, like this this is needed. <laughs> like he needs to have a statue. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's fantastic. Oh my god, it's he does. I mean, literally, I mean, he doesn't get nearly enough credit for this. Think about I live in Florida, right? If Willis doesn't invent AC in Florida, no one lives here. It's 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 just wildlands with anacondas and and gators. Vegas doesn't exist. You're not going to go and sit in a big building in the desert and gamble without air conditioning. He deserves a national holiday. But let's get back on point with the, with the story here. So there's a group called and and well, I'll, I'll come back to it. But there's a group called California ISO who issued a statement on how to cut back on electricity during the forecasted heat wave this weekend. And so they came out, and it's just all nonsense, but they said to set the thermostat at 78 degrees or higher. Oh. Y'all, if it's, if it's 100, first of all, never, okay? Unless you're in a nursing home, which gets a pass, and even there, I have major issue with it. But unless you're like, you never said it at 78 degrees, but 78 degrees, but 100 degrees outside. And you're asking people, yeah, just go ahead and pump it up there to 78. No. We're not animals. We're getting close. We're getting close. But set it to 78 high. Avoid charging large appliances, excuse me, or electric cars. Which is, again, I mean, keep in mind, Gavin Newsom just boasted and bragged the other day when he became the first state, the first anything, to say by 2035, we're not going to sell gas-powered cars. It has to be electric only by 2035. Starting in like 2026, they begin to phase it in by 2035. No more gas sales. As soon as he makes that announcement, this is what we talked about in Booze and Mantra yesterday, then they get hit with this, hey, could, could you guys just all not charge your electric cars it'd be great if if you didn't but but what we've talked about before on this show and no one ever looks at this when they're talking about electric fuels we'll talk about how you can't get away from fossil fuels completely and you'll get some people there like oh yeah that's true i you know you need you need gas you need petrol you need all this stuff for different parts for the, the charging stations yada 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 but what no one ever looks at is the fact that this is all about control. Green energy, the Green New Deal, all of this stuff, it's not about the climate, y'all. It's about control. You're beholden to a power supply that can, that can be shut on and off whenever they want. Control movement of people, all of that stuff. The, the left, and, and kudos to them because they're clever. They play the game better than us. But the Green New Deal has nothing to do with climate. It's all about control. It's not about saving the planet. It's about letting them have the control and the power and, and just getting all the sheep to do whatever the hell they want. So they want you to set the thermostat to 78 degrees. They don't want you to charge the electric vehicles that they're trying to force you to buy and, and operate. And then they finally, the last thing is they want you to turn off unnecessary lights. But, I mean, even in that statement right there, even in that statement, right, how do you define what's a necessary or unnecessary light? Isn't that up to, that's up to the user, right? 
It's just more leftist double talk. Like it's, it's ridiculous. This is, this is an excerpt no. from the release too. It says customers are urged to reduce energy from four to 9 PM. The demand for electricity is high and less solar energy is available. So there's less solar energy available, but the sun sets at you know, call it 7 PM in California, but they're charging from sunrise until sunset. Again, there's just, there's, there's so many holes in everything they say and do. Uh, thank God I don't live out there. But if you do, I encourage you not to comply with any of this. Your thermostat should never go above 72. And I even, I, I personally, I'm a 70 and below guy, but never above 72. And thank God once again for, for Willis Carrier. We, let's do, let's come up with like a Willis Carrier award or trophy that we give out to someone i don't know who we give it to <laughs> but something's got to be done in his honor i might get a tattoo yeah i mean why not but uh, i know it's not meme-tastic but i sent you this meme last night and i still think it's just great you know it's leo dicaprio's calvin candy from Django unchained you know californians <laughs> ask residents to avoid charging electronic vehicles due to blackout risk days after unveiling new gas car ban <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I love it. It's, it's just awesome. fantastic. I <laughs> and it's, I, it. We even said when the gas car ban thing was coming, we're like this is gonna backfire on them. Like something, like something else. They're gonna do something else dumb, something stupid <laughs> after this. And here it is. Yep. Here it is. <laughs> like we should have had like a counter. How many days until they do something to top that? Um, and it's just it's un unbelievable. I. You know, I know I have friends that live and work out in California. I don't know a lot of them that have because they can't afford an electric car. So I don't know what they're doing, how they get into set, how they get into work. You know, well, they can still drive it now, there. but and you can. Well, still... Yeah, but like if they, if they if they are going to comply, like what's what what are they going to do? Because it's not like they live next to the studio. Not all the time are they going to be at the studio. They're going to be out, out in the mountains, out at the beach, you know, out in the desert. They're going to be in different places. So it's like, what, you know, sorry, I can't come to work because I can't afford an electric car. This right. is the, it's asinine, stupid. <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's, it's crazy times that we're living in. It really, it, it really is. Winkler says, I kind of like 74. I say that's too high for me, Winkler. I like you. Deb, I'm a 72 degree gal. 68 for me, says Midge. I love it. That's, that's my speed right there. You can always lay or you can put more stuff on and you sleep better when you're cool. More blankets, oh, yeah. more blankets now, and pillows and stuff from my pillow by using promo code Drew. Get 66% off, up to 66% off. Why, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, not, not having central AC in this house where we're at and we, we have like window units and stuff. It's like they are set to the coldest. <laughs> right. And it just runs. Because <laughs> it's just like, it, it's hot. Like now it's starting to cool down. We're taking the units out, just opening the windows. It's beautiful. It's great. But man, during the summer, it's like pump that, you know, like, like why is it, why is it not say low? Like who, 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 who hit the up button? <laughs> right. <laughs> I get so upset. I'll, st I'll like stop everything. Like, Come here. Who, who touched it? <laughs> you know, could have been like the dog's nose or something, but it's still like who touched it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I leave it to Ginger, by the way, who, who came in and said she likes sixty nine. Um, 
That's how mm. that's how ginger rolls. And Winkler said, "Well, who doesn't?" Um, that's a good, that's a, that's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. a good way to end the show and head on over to booze and banter, where things get more intimate. We don't typically do that. It doesn't get that intimate, but um, but it is that time. So, folks, if you have not gotten an account over at Locals, it's a, it's a good time to do. It's DrewBerkwist.locals.com. Super easy. We have a fun hangout. It's a troll-free hangout because it's a it's a very cheap but still paid experience. So you can get on over there. We'll do booze and banter today. If for some reason you're not coming, which I know a lot of you don't, that's, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll counsel you on that later. We'll see you um, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, Monday's Labor Day. We're going to give the team uh, some time off. It's a little bit of a wonky schedule next week because I'm also, um, we've got some stuff with Shafi's asylum interviews and everything, which is out of town. Um, so we've got some, some different stuff. So, We'll give you an update on that, but just know that we're not going to be on Monday. We'll be back Tuesday and then kind of wishy-washy the rest of the week. And then the following week, everything is, is good to go. We'll be back on, uh, back on track. But we hope you have a great weekend. We appreciate you coming by today. Please hit that like button on the way out. Make sure you uh, share this episode with friends, family, colleagues, even people who don't agree with you. We hope you have a great weekend. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.